This is the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Hockey is more than a game. It's a lifestyle. It's you, the diehard supportive fans, your favorite players who are on the team you cheer for and the organization who supports them. The companies that make your gear, bags, and beer league sweaters, the hockey moms and hockey dads, and everything else that makes this House of Hockey your home. Come on in. I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. And And this this is is our our house. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the House of Hockey podcast, episode 42. And I am your host, Breezy. And I'm your other host, Ray Ray, still rocking her Clark Griswold, Griswold, Blackhawks, (laughs) zero, (laughs) zero, double goose egg hockey jersey. Nice. I I wore mine actually two days in a row. I know that's probably odd to do, Uh, but you had to stay in the Christmas spirit. So I did, Um, but I did get my Nashville Predators reverse retro jersey (gasps) in the mail. And I was like, oh, this is so good. You love it. I love that one. I love that retro writing that they put Nashville in. Yeah, it was really sick. Um, I'm really excited for it. So I can't wait to wear it. Yeah, you get to wear it January 13th when the new season starts. <laughs> I absolutely do. That I do. Are you going to wear it on that? opening day? Uh, That's the goal. I, I think I should. Although I did order it and I feel like, because I didn't want it to be like super big, like all the other jerseys. I wanted it to be like a little bit more fitting, but then I miss like calculated the sizing and it's a little snug. And my dad goes, you probably don't want to wear an undershirt under that. And I was like, dad (laughs) but it's super sick i think i'm just gonna say whatever and just wear it because i'm gonna be i feel like i just need a rocket on game nights before we jump into our um thoughts on the on the upcoming 20 well they're calling it the 2020-2021 season technically we also have no guests this week so you just get to enjoy me and breezy and our thoughts and opinions and feelings about the fact that hockey's returning that's what's happening this episode we finally got to reunite and i i think it's been like a full year since i've seen it's definitely been yeah because when we talked i believe it was like december of last year when we met up at toyota sports center yeah that's crazy that's crazy Uh, not because we didn't want to see each other for all you haters out there. It's obviously (laughs) because of quarantine and we just, you know, started the pod in March and it's been awesome. It was so good to see you in real life. And we took some really awesome photos. Stay tuned for that. I'm sure you guys all saw our Christmas pictures. We found Santa Claus, you guys. (laughs) On accident. Unexpected. It was very it, unexpected, actually. Please, I like tur- <laughs> please tell everybody my reaction upon seeing Santa Claus. We were at this aban- old train <clears throat> station that's no longer yeah. active, but they've turned it into a museum. And we walked right. around to the platform. And what did Ray Ray say? I was like startled because I was, I like walked up first and I like turned the corner. So we walked in like the back way. Uh, and it's like a deck area. Might we need to like paint the picture for him? But like, yeah, like a platform, kind of like, like a, a train deck, platform. Yeah, 
Yeah. And so like we walked around the backside and we were going to try to like take pictures like on the front side of it. Cause, but we did see that there was people there and we're like, that's kind of weird. Like, are they open? Like, huh, this is odd. And so like I turned and like, I was like Santa, but like in my head and I looked at you and your jaw was on the floor. You're like, we found Santa. That's Santa effing claws. (laughs) Oh my God. There's kids. There's kids. (laughs) I like it's, fucking santa claus and breezy's yeah. like oh my god i don't know her and she's I like don't... we need to take a picture with him and i was like i sure if yeah if you want we have to we found him we have to oh yeah i was so excited i was like yeah run back to the car see i'd be like santa how long are you gonna be here he's like i don't know about a half hour longer i'm like okay good we'll, we'll, we'll stay we'll right, right there, there. don't leave <laughs> Breezy, quick, go to the car, get our jerseys. You're like, run like the wind. And I was like, I ain't running. <laughs> it was a Christmas miracle, Breezy. We did not. It was not... a Christmas miracle. And I almost died on an avocado that was smushed on the floor because I almost slipped. That's true. That's true. And we have to give a special shout out to our photographer, Ivan. Ivan, what a guy. <laughs> he took some really <laughs> rad pictures of us. We needed yes. some christmas photos and just regular photos but anyway that's his name's really not ivan but he was doing such a good job at taking the photos thank you zach Mm -hmm. if you're listening if you're not uh thank you zach anyway but i was like i feel like you're doing so good we need to give you like a photographer name goes call me ivan (laughs) okay sure uh well let's talk about the season because we haven't talked about anything uh, as as if you've all been listening and I'm sure you're just waiting to hear what Breezy and I have to say this I don't know how this decision was made but the opening day game is the reigning Stanley Cup champions the Tampa Bay Lightning versus my (laughs) Chicago Blackhawks I mean, that's just going to be a goddamn massacre of the Blackhawks. Like, Christ, what a freaking horrible matchup for opening day. Oh, my I mean, someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. Yeah, but our team is in peril. Like, Kirby Duck got injured at the World Juniors. It Like, he's our future camp captain. And, like, he's out. We have no goalie, if you could remember. Uh, like, all kinds of other problems are happening. We traded um, Slater. I can't say his last name correctly. Kiko? Kiko? Something like that. Either way, he was great, but we don't have him anymore. So, yeah, this is just going to be a nightmare. I mean, I will say, I think with everything that's been going on the season was cut short for so many teams last year. Yeah. Um, I think that players are eager to play. And I think that we are going to see potentially playoff hockey all year long. Yes. I mean, that's just like, I think people want to play. I think they're going to play hard. I think it's going to be a completely different game. Uh, not to mention there's a lot of rivalries in the new division. So I think every single team, and every single game is going to be, a, a, I don't want to say a bloodbath, but hard. I think it's going to be a fast point, hopefully fast. And I, I just think it's going to be intense hockey, actually. I'm really it, excited for it. Yeah, I'm stoked because I read that 
each team except in the North Division, which is Can mm -hmm. the Canada Division, that they'll play each other eight times. The, the Canadian yeah. teams will play maybe nine to ten. I'm excited to finally witness what would have been hockey in the original six days. Absolutely. Because yeah. that's what it's going to be like, where you play the same team and we're going to develop new rivalries and mm -hmm. new things. And I think it's really going to be good for the sport. I agree. I'm really excited. I have zero plans basically every single night. Uh <laughs> No. At least for the first like two weeks. Does so no I one can... has any plans this <laughs> for the quarantine? No, for the first it's for the first two weeks, every single night that there is a game playing, I'm probably not going to make any plans other than I'm gonna sit my butt on the couch and mm -hmm. I'm going to watch. That's it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. Of course I'll be watching. Oh watching. Of course watching. I'll be watching opening night. Um, I'm yep. clearly very excited. And how do we feel about the one, there is one team in the mm -hmm. league that is allowing fans because mm -hmm. of different statewide COVID-19 restrictions. And that of course mm -hmm. is Texas, mm -hmm. the great state of Texas, the Dallas stars are going to allow fans 5,000 people um what's the percentage it's just a reduced capacity i think that arena american airlines arena is that where they play yeah that's uh -huh. what eighteen thousand five hundred normally so super small amount of fans but there will be fans in dallas yeah. does that mean everybody's gonna be going to texas to watch hockey in person i mean they might have your regulations and whatnot you might need to be there for certain times or whatever it is but I think uh, Dallas will be a front runner uh, just because they are going to have fans. And I think that mm. that's going to make them play better. And I think that Dallas could potentially, I mean, we don't know how they're playing yet, but right. I think just that aspect alone, I think that they're going to do really well. And even with um, Sagan being out after having surgery, recovering. Can I say how long he was going to be out for? I don't know. I mean, he posts on his insta that's how i know his updates but i have no clue i can't imagine he would be on the ice opening day yeah well i think i'm gonna side with a lot of dallas fans that say that he hasn't really performed very well uh mm -hmm. over the last couple seasons so i think that him being out isn't really going to to do much i think that the fan energy in that room will probably take over maybe his uh, efforts on the ice mm -hmm. uh, and don't kill me anybody for saying that, but I think that's probably going to be the case as long as he's at the games and maybe in the locker room, giving that energy in the locker room. I think they're still going to do well. If you lived in Texas, would you go to a game? Absolutely. If, yes. Yeah. Mask on, you'd risk getting COVID-19. Hypothetically, I mean, right? Like that's the biggest concern is exposure and then potential yeah. like whatever. Yeah, I would go. I just don't understand how they expect fans to go, but, and you're not going, this is like a typical me being like a hockey fan. Like I have to have my beer in hand. Like, are there going to be concession stands open? Cause if so, like sanitary reasons there and you're going to be eating and drinking, like you're going to pull your mask down. Like they, you got to get there. I mean, I don't know what mm -hmm. the, the standards are and whatnot, but 
I don't I, Texas is weird. Texas is a state that, I mean, it doesn't even exist in Texas at this point, uh, I feel like. So what doesn't exist? The virus you mean? Yeah. Cause everyone's just walking around like, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Um, no, I mean, I don't know. I think there's just a lot that, that goes into stuff like that, but, uh, yeah. I feel like I would go, I mean, I want to watch hockey. Like, I guess I would take the, the normal precautions and mm. just, Hey, if I got to saw, if I got to saw it in person, <laughs> you sound now, like, there you go. You sound like, you sound like I am from Texas. Texas. <laughs> If I got to saw it in person, I would do it. <laughs> I would too. Let's talk about how the players feel about all of this. Uh-huh. I've listened to quite a few um, podcasts that, uh, I forget the name of it. I think it's called Our Hockey Life or something like that. It's hosted by mm-hmm. two um, hockey wives and mm-hmm. they have on wives. That's like their whole thing or girlfriends of, of NHL players And the consistent thing I've heard from the wives during the playoffs was that the players, while they had the opportunity to opt out, right? Like Mm -hmm. everybody was given the freedom to choose if they wanted to play or didn't want to play. They all basically were saying that's really not the case. Like you have to play if you (laughs) want to make your money and play yeah. and stay on this team and not become a bad egg or whatever. Yeah. You have to play. I mean, unless you have like an actual physical health condition, I'm sure you get mm-hmm. a little bit more of a pass, but if you're healthy, right. you're expected to play. So the same mm-hmm. thing is happening now again, right? The players had the opportunity to opt out through the December 26th or a few days after or whatever, And if they did, the team was not obligated to pay them their salaries. And the teams had the option of basically rolling over the player's contract. So there's like, you're being presented with like, you either risk your life and your potential family's life with exposure to COVID-19 or you lose all your money and basically your career is over. So, I mean, I think I'm going to try to not be so hard on the players this year, especially my Blackhawks, um, and just be really grateful that they are playing and knowing that, yeah, a lot of them, of course, really do want to play and are stoked and they love this. And yes, there's a risk, but... um, you know, some of the players have it worse. They have kids that have, you know, immune deficiencies and Mm -hmm. they have no other choice. Like they, they do have a choice, but basically their choice is not be able to get paid. Yeah. And I think that's a really tough decision though. I do understand. And I think the players do too, but at the same time, it just sucks. Right. Like, right. They don't really have an option. <clears throat> yeah I mean I think you can look at it as as a way of because I think at the end of the day everyone wants to go and do their job and get paid right and if you're not doing a job then you shouldn't really get you should be getting paid agree and then there's things where you know if you decide to opt out that's that's a reason why and and not to say that you know athletes or anything are better or 
should be even categorized with like frontline workers or anything like that or people with essential jobs. But I feel like it's kind of same maybe aspect, but not putting that at the same level, note by any means. But if you're going to go like frontline workers are, are, put to, are putting themselves, their lives at risk and bringing that home to their families who have, you know, kids who might have the same kind of health concerns or whatnot. Um, but I think it's just a decision. And I think hockey players are competitive. They want to do it. Um, they're going through proper protocols. They're getting their testing, they're quarantining, mm -hmm. they're doing everything they possibly can do, which again, frontline workers, they're not doing those things because they can't, they don't have that luxury of being able to do it. Right. So I think that there's different ways that you could look at it. And if they decide to go and do it, perfect. That's entertainment for us. That's fantastic. I'm super thankful for that. Mm -hmm. And being a hockey fan, you want to see the boys back on the ice. Yes. Um, but at the same time, like if it's, if it's too risky, then they shouldn't be doing it at all. And if that's the case, then maybe it should have been like what they did. They shut down the season. Mm -hmm. and no one played so right. there has to be certain reasons why they're bringing the players back and the players are saying like okay yeah we're gonna do it because if there wasn't that agreement then we'd be back to square one where there's no hockey that's true i mean that's my opinion well the whole league would fold if that happened and the players right. know that so yeah. if they if they want to continue on this career path that they have chosen yeah. They have mm -hmm. to assume the risk, but right. I understand the, um, the other side of it. And also um, a lot of players had to leave like now during the holidays and mm, yeah, that you was know, tough. yeah, I think there's going to be a little bit more of a, um, a mental adjustment than usual for, mm -hmm. because now it's affecting everybody all the yeah. teams like we're going to see a different level of mental play yeah. show up on the ice and i think some yeah. players are going to take it and run with it and use it mm -hmm. as motivation and yeah. i think some are going to have a harder time um yeah i think the teams that don't have that bond like we talked about during the playoffs mm -hmm. are really good it's going to show it's going to show yeah. on the ice if they don't right. like playing with each other and they don't have that chemistry or if the coaching or they don't agree with whatever it is, it's going mm -hmm. to show really boldly yeah. on the ice. And I think yeah. we're really going to see um, which teams have it, have, yeah. that, have that ability to really play together. Yeah. And I think fortunately for teams that, generally live in the city that they don't travel home to different different spots of the world or whatnot um in the off season or when they're not playing i think those teams are going to do well just like i think the kings might do well this season because they all live in the same spot they all hang out with each other they're all friends like not to say that they're doing it now but very little of them went home mm -hmm. and i think that's the same thing with even like the predators like so many of them live in the same area. Like I think they could potentially do well. And I, I think the same thing could happen with so many other teams that that happens with, but I think at the end of the day, I think it's just going to make us be more appreciative of the players, the game, the teams and whatnot. And that's just what we need to not take a single game for granted. Yes. How about that? That's what we're going to do.
our unpopular hockey opinion segment today, something new that's happening and has got a lot of people feeling all kinds of ways is that okay. there will be advertisements on the sides of the players' helmets this season and this season mm-hmm. only to help the teams recoup some revenue and to also make good on like pre-existing contracts with sponsors because of whatever. Mm-hmm. And how do you feel about seeing like Pepsi? on the side of a king's helmet with the king's logo i mean i feel like that's very european first of all uh kind of sick actually i think that i don't know for some reason i think it's kind of cool uh but i i don't know i don't think it that it's that big of a deal to like have a fuss about it i guess i mean i don't know like i prefer without but like why do i prefer it without i don't know because it looks clean it looks slick and smooth and whatnot uh am i really gonna probably look at the helmets probably not like oh right. pepsi that looks delicious i think i'm gonna go drink one i don't even drink pepsi <laughs> you know geico i'm definitely not gonna go call geico right now to try to switch my insurance because i'm watching a freaking hockey game valid let's point. be real so what's your opinion on it I you like it or less. you don't could care less i could care less <laughs> okay i don't like it I understand it. Yeah. Um, But I don't like it. I think it's a gateway drug into putting gigantic advertisements and my logo shrinking to down to this big and having gigantic. uh, I think this is like a little test run and I don't like it. We're we're not Europe. We're the NH freaking L. Yeah. And fine. Do it for this season, but if I see logos on jerseys or outfits yeah. in the 2021-22 season, yeah. gotta have a problem. Well, even at that, I mean, jersey sales would go down. No one would want to buy a jersey that like that. I don't think so either. So it'd be the worst marketing tool to possibly do is to to add that to an actual jersey that people are buying and wearing on their backs. Like no one wants to do that. Nope. absolutely no one so keep it to the helmets that's fine i care less about the helmets but if you put on a jersey uh-uh i'm i'm not down for that exactly solid point thank you for bringing that up <laughs> <laughs> it's a gateway drug it's uh, a gateway drug you made it it sounds so like i don't know you said that and serious? i was like oh yeah you're right yeah uh-huh not mm-hmm. messing with you today mm-hmm <laughs> Our podcast is proud to be on the Hockey Podcast Network, and the network is home to many other incredible podcasts, including this one. I'm Corey Grantrow. I'm Richie Suave Flores. And this is Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. On the Hockey Podcast Network. What did I just listen to? Oh, this game. This game is, this game is just bullshit now. Oh my gosh. I actually, they actually made me feel uncomfortable. What was it? Panty what? The game has gone to bullshit. Panty melting? Why do we record these during the middle of games? Oh, God. Be sure to listen to Corey and I every Monday. We are your go-to source for the Arizona Coyotes on the Hockey Podcast Network. Shut the front door. Not oh. shockingly to anybody listening or who knows me is about some news that happened a couple weeks ago, but I didn't uh, 
I just didn't have the energy to get all hot and bothered about it. And today I'm going to get hot and bothered about it is that the Chicago Blackhawks have made Stan Bowman president of hockey operations, as well as retaining his general manager title. Why give this man more control? Now he has all the fucking control of everything that happens on the ice with the players. And I got to tell you, I don't think we're going to do well this season at all whatsoever. What, what is the logic behind this? I need somebody to explain it to me because (laughs) I don't understand. I was like, of course they did this. Like, of course, you know, I mean, I just, and I know everybody goes, Okay, Rachel, fine. If Stan's not in charge, then who would you rather have? You know what? I don't have that answer. But what I do know is that this is not a good decision for the Chicago Blackhawks. I feel like they just go, this is going to really piss her off. Let's do it. Yes. Yes, I know. They're so, I know Stan Bowman is so concerned with pissing me off and getting back at me because I'm a huge, like, presence in his life. Um. But geez, guys, I, I, I'm not drinking his Kool-Aid anymore. I was drinking the Kool-Aid mm. for like a year or two after uh, Quenville, after Quenville was fired very unceremoniously or ceremoniously, whatever, in a horrible way. And uh, I'm not drinking his Kool-Aid. And, and you don't I, even like grape Kool-Aid. I don't. I don't like grape Kool-Aid. And I'm no, not no. drinking the one that Stan Bowman's trying to serve up right now. And I don't know why the words is are, but if somebody could tell me what's in that Kool-Aid and explain it to me, I would be a much happier person. That said, I will still support the boys on the ice. Okay, I feel better now. <laughs> All right. Glad we, uh, glad we were able to listen to you. I had to let it go. I had to let it out. You know, when you get like angry like I don't get very angry except about like certain things like that and I get to just channel all of the anger I feel that actually really has nothing to do with Stan Bowman but like other things in life right and I just get to channel it to that and it just makes me feel better because maybe we should change the name to shut the front door therapy sessions (laughs) there you go um we hear you we understand you and we feel for you you know what we just want to be heard. And I appreciate yes. you for hearing me and everybody. Who's I will listen still to listening. you anytime you want. <laughs> Ooh, oh, today. by the way, huh. your nuts are freaking fantastic. Thank you. I gave you uh, Ray gave Ray a sack of nuts. A sack of nuts. And I ate and that I said, sack here, of nuts. I said, here, try my nuts. And I threw her a sack of nuts. That's literally what happened. Literally phenomenal. Breezy's barbecue pit. She is serving up some delicious, what do you call that? Roasted nuts, grilled nuts, smoked nuts. Yeah, that one. Breezy's a barbecue pit. She's a smoking. Uh, I have some pork belly burnt ends on there right now. Um, I had to make them. They were getting a little uh, frosty out there. So I was like, oh, I'll throw some barbecue uh, sauce on. Not even barbecue sauce. What do I do? I put barbecue sauce on. Anywho, um, so I got those on, and then I am trying a new recipe today. Uh, they're quite popular online. They are called 
drumstick lollipops. So I am doing a uh, bacon wrapped chicken drumstick. And they look like little lollipops because you have to like put the uh, whatever down and you wrap the, uh, the bone side with aluminum foil and then you cook it upside down. And then once you're done, you pull it out and then you dip that sucker in barbecue sauce and put it back on the grill for a minute. Ooh. Have you've never made Thanks. these before? I've never made them before. So I am uh, attempting today. So they're probably not going to look too hot, but I'm going to try. I really am going to try. So what else? What else do you want to talk about? That's it. We're done. I think we're done here. Are we done? Okay. <laughs> sure. We'll be done. We could be done. Um. <laughs> I think we're done here. Listen, we got exciting things happening. We're going to have hockey to talk about soon. Yes. And um, enjoy New Year's, everybody. And we hope you all yeah. have a wonderful Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever it is you celebrate or don't celebrate. We just hope you had a wonderful mm -hmm. uh, last two weeks of December. Yeah. And we hope you have a happy and safe new year. Mm -hmm. And at 12.03 PM, AM, 12.03 AM. Yes. New Year's day. How about we all just cheers each other mentally, telepathically. Boink. Why 03? I don't know. I just wanted to say it at time. <laughs> Because, like, I think people are done, like, celebrating at, like, 12.03. So then at 12.03, that's just one little dink. Pour one out for the boys, maybe. I don't know. To to us? To the House of Hockey podcast? To, to everybody, to having a, a better year. <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah. A cheers All to right. the world. Yeah, that, that took way too long to explain. It's not funny anymore. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. 12.03. Let's go to bed. Thanks for coming over to our House of Hockey podcast and hanging out with us. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And in the meantime, you can follow us on social media. Just look for House of Hockey podcast. We'll be back next week.